Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Week in 10 for the week of October 10th through the 14th. It has been an interesting week. My name is David, and with me is, as always, Shiva Bathory. Now, last week on the 9th, October 9th, was uh, CitizenCon. And uh, wow, what a presentation that was. Let's just put it that way. Um, we're not going to try and even remotely cover everything that went on in CitizenCon because that would be impossible. Uh, if you do want a um, essentially we contend format for CitizenCon, we did one. Uh, you know, the day after CitizenCon, it took us two and a half hours. Uh, so there is a CitizenCon 2016 analysis from INN. We did it live up on the site. Go watch that if uh, if you're interested. That's imperialnews.network. That is. Now, before we move on to other stuff that happened this week, though, we should mention, uh, I know, Shiver, you wanted to talk a little bit about some of the tech that we saw in the uh, CitizenCon demo. It's one of the things that no one's really touched on yet, but it, it's it, it's been briefly mentioned. But when you look up in the sky, you see Port Olasar, you see the rings moving, you see the moon, and that's not a skybox, that's not fake, that is... Port Olasar, that is that moon. And I've never heard of any game that's done that. You, you, you could be looking up at that moon and there'd be hundreds of players there. And if you had a powerful enough telescope in-game, you could see them from your planet. That That is amazing. Yeah, the, the level of detail that they're going to, into is phenomenal. Now... Um, if you want to know more about how they made the demo, there was a really, really good Around the Verse special edition this week that that you know talks about all the hard work and all the effort that went into actually making the demo. I think it's um, made a lot of people feel a little bit better about the demo and, and how much effort went into it. Uh, so I recommend you check that out. It's not really something we can summarize. There wasn't really any news in it, but it's a good watch and it's relatively short. Uh, when you consider other CIG videos. What we will talk about this week is the Reverse the Verse special post-CitizenCon episode. Now, this was released on Thursday, and it's a big one. It involved, let's take a quick look here at all the people that, that were in this episode, because, oof, Eric Kyron Davis, Chris Roberts, Aaron Roberts, Tony Zurovec, John Erskine, Brian Chambers, like... These are some of the biggest names in in Star Citizen and uh, in the development teams, and having them all sit together and chat was great. Really, again, it's one of those that we can summarize for you, but it is definitely worth the watch. Definitely. Now, what we can summarize is there were a number of really good questions. Um, one of the first one was, when will we be able to transfer fuel or cargo and dock or undock snubs from larger ships? Uh, now, that's not going to be something that's in 2.6. They're aiming for between 3.0 and 3.1. They're working on it with bigger ships like the Idris first, as that's needed for Squadron 42, and it's going to come out once they get it figured out for those. The next question was, uh, what from the CitizenCon demo is going to be 3.0 in 3.0 tech-wise? Um, and basically, everything and more. So we should be able to accept a mission in a CD environment or a clean environment, go down to a planet through the atmosphere, fly through the atmosphere, land down there, explore the entire planet or wherever the mission sends you to and experience exactly what we saw. 
or other and more involved encounters. Yeah, it sounds like everything we saw in that demo will will be in and will be built upon. So that's great news. Another question was, what were the specs of the CitizenCon machine? Now, this is one that I think is a great question and great news for people, really. I mean, this is a beefy machine. It's an Intel i7, six cores, a GTX 1080, 64 gigs of RAM, uh, and some extra storage solutions from uh, their partnership with Intel. But they haven't refactored the CPU and GPU code in all their work yet. That's that's part of what they're doing while they refactor the legacy code. And I think it's just, I think the fidelity and the uh, the frames per second that they got in this video with that that setup were uh, were pretty pretty awesome. Uh, literally everything your character can see and probably more is actually rendered. So the frames that they were getting were astonishing considering all of that information that was going on. Yeah. Uh, now the next question was, what is the current status of instancing? Uh, now it sounds like they could all, already do some instancing if they wanted. Uh, in the short term, they think they can probably get up to about 200 players in an instance after the code refactor that's coming with 3.0. Um, but long term, with the server meshing that they're going to be uh, using, it should allow for larger numbers of players in an area interacting with each other up to, they said, around 2,000, which is massive. And that, that won't be any kind of tricks like time dilation that EVE makes use of in larger battles. This will be, if they get it up to 2,000, 2,000 players in real time without any degradation on performance to any clients. Yeah, which is huge. Extremely important. It's it's one of the largest tech hurdles left with the game, I feel, is, is getting that many people in the same instance. Uh, the next question. Now, in the CitizenCon demo, they did show uh, a quantum jump from atmosphere to atmosphere. Uh, the question was, can we quantum jump from atmosphere like in the CitizenCon demo? And the answer is no. Uh, it was only done... Uh, as part of the demo to speed up the process. It would have taken too long to exit Atmo, then quantum jump, then enter. It was kind of kind of fudged for the display of it. Uh, but they will actually discuss the possibility of it in the future. Who knows what that'll entail. Maybe certain jump drives will allow it or it'll damage your ship if you try it. We'll see. Just a few questions left. The next one was, uh, will Star Marine have modes that include AI? The answer is yes, but not in the first iteration, which is 2.6. Uh, they say that we may see a horde mode shortly after 3.0, which I love horde mode. It could be quite a blast. Uh, horde mode is one of my favorite things in games. I'm having massive amounts of fun with the uh, you know the basic implementation of it in Overwatch. I hope they do a horde mode. Do you think that this horde mode will basically be what Pirate Swarm is in the upcoming Arena Commander release? Yes, I do. Awesome. Yeah. So the next question is, uh, is Sata Ball still coming? Uh, the answer is yes, but it's not going to be for 2.6 or 3.0. It's on their roadmap for post 3.0. So think 3.1, 3.2, somewhere around there. Disappointing that we're not going to see it right at the launch of Star Marine, but great that we will still see it because I think everyone was really excited for that game within the game that uh, that is Sata Ball. Definitely looks like a lot of fun and Something like that on Star Citizen's fidelity level would be absolutely amazing. Exactly. 
Uh, and the last question from this is, will sandstorms and other environments cause harm over longer periods of time? And the answer is yes. They, uh, they also want to use hazards to encourage players to use different methods to reach their goals. And we, we saw that in the CitizenCon demo with the, uh, the airspeed warning that they had to, you know, the, the Connie had to divert and land because he couldn't fly over that, that patch of space, which you know, forces people to go in on land sometimes. And I think that's good. Keeps the um, keeps the game interesting and varied. So you don't just have an I win button, take your spaceship straight to the um, objective and bam, win the quest. You've got to go and have your adventure to the quest item. Yep. Now, just to round us off quickly before we finish, I do want to mention that uh, Nakara has just put, at the time of this recording, put an article up on INN... Uh, Essentially, Star Citizen made $10 million in the last 60 days, which is a huge milestone. That's, um, yeah. So thanks to you guys. It's it's crazy to see what, and we saw it at CitizenCon, it's kind of crazy to see what um, what a dedicated development team can do when they're given the uh, the sort of budget that we as a community have been given them. And also the time, of course. Given the time, no pressure, just getting things done for when they're ready. Yep. So props to everyone out there. And with that, that's the week in 10. We'll see you next week or in the verse. See you in the verse.